Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Luke Luger. Prince George's County has a curfew for teens, but some have more suggestions. I'm Annalisa Gale. A truck driver loses his life on the Capitol Beltway in Northern Virginia. The new 66 Express lanes may take some getting used to for commuters. I'm Ralph Fox. The commanders open their new era with a win. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. A day of remembrance, 21 years to the day of the 9-11 attacks. At the Pentagon. God bless America. President Biden reminded Americans we must do more than just remember what happened. I hope we'll remember that in the midst of these dark days, we dug deep, we cared for each other, and we came together. In New York City, Tara E. DeBeck. There was a gathering at the site of the former World Trade Center to remember those who lost their lives. First Lady Jill Biden was in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. 9-11 touched us all. It changed us all. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. In New York this evening and every year since 9-11, beams of light are shining four miles into the night sky, honoring every life lost on September 11, 2001, and those who have sighed since due to related illnesses. One by one, switches are manually flipped to illuminate the night sky. The lights are so bright they can be seen from close to 60 miles away. A raging wildfire in Northern California has charred 41,000 acres. Captain Brian Santoni of the Alameda County Fire Department says crews are making some progress. They've had some really hot conditions. Not one home was damaged or, or caught fire while they were doing the structure protection. And they've been fighting a lot of different fires and they're working 24-hour shifts. The so-called mosquito fire still only about 10% contained. CBS's Steve Futterman is in London following the observances for the late Queen Elizabeth. The Queen's body will remain in Edinburgh until Tuesday. During the next 48 hours, there will be a religious service attended by the King and the royal family. The Queen's body will also lie in rest at Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh. During that period, members of the public will be allowed to walk past and pay their respects. Steve Futterman, CBS News, London. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency is expressing concern about the threat to a Ukrainian plant from Russian shelling. The head of the IAEA, Rafael Grossi, has called for an end to the shelling around Zaporizhia, which has damaged parts of the plant and vital power infrastructure. The last functioning reactor has now been shut down. That's the BBC's Bethany Bell. 19-year-old Carlos Alcaraz has won the U.S. Open. The Spaniard is now ranked number one in the world. He earned the title of Grand Slam champion. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24 7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 903, Sunday, 9 11, 2022. Scattered showers tonight, 78 headed down to 71. Good evening, I'm Dick Iuliano. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
Firefighters across the D.C. region climbed 110 stories today, replicating the heroic climb to the top of the Twin Towers. 343 New York firefighters died in rescue attempts in the 9-11 attacks 21 years ago. Here at the Gaylord National, firefighters from the district, Montgomery County, and Fort Belvoir, like Ryan Harper, climbed to the top 10 times in 63 pounds of gear. It's humbling for the New York City firemen. They're carrying a hell of a lot more weight than, than we are today. Certainly humbling in uh, remembering their sacrifice. Spotsylvania County Fire's Danielle Chelly has been doing these climbs for 12 years. She did the same one Saturday. We said we would never forget. They did it and they paid with her with their life. I can do it and be a little sore for a couple days. Other volunteers completed the 2,200 steps like retired Marine Zoe Rodriguez-Keaton. I served in Iraq. It just has that deeper meaning for me. After finishing, each climber rang the bell and named a firefighter who died 21 years ago. Luke Luker, WTOP News. The climbers raised about $6,000 for the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. It helps support the families of firefighters killed in the line of duty. You can go to WTOP.com to see photos and videos of the stair climb. Here in D.C., the ceremony took place at Engine 16 near the Wilson Building. We gather to reflect the tragedy of that day, to remember those we lost, uh, and to recognize our brave first responders. Mayor Muriel Bowser and other officials at the ceremony thanked first responders who helped with the scene at the Pentagon on 9-11. Outgoing Councilmember Mary Che was MC of the ceremony. Starting this weekend, Prince George's County teenagers are now under a curfew after 10 p.m., Sundays through Thursdays. We caught up with one council member who says a lot more still needs to be done. We've got a revolving door right now. At-large council member Mel Franklin says more accountability is needed in Prince George's County, even as the county begins enforcing a curfew for teens 16 and under. I'd really like to see us look at what are we doing in terms of prosecution and uh, rehabilitation. He believes penalties for crimes need to be tougher. We do know by the numbers that the consequences that those who commit carjacking, for example, uh, aren't stiff enough. He's also interested in seeing a jobs program for youth that's year-round. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. A tractor-trailer traveling north on Interstate 495 ran off the road around 6 o'clock this morning, striking the guardrail and a pole near exit 44, the Georgetown Pike. Virginia State Police say the driver died at the scene. State Police are still working to confirm the driver's identity and notify next of kin. The crash remains under investigation. Virginia commuters have no doubt heard about the partial opening of the long-awaited express lanes on I-66 from Gainesville to the Beltway. The western segment from Gainesville to Centerville is now accessible. WTOP has driven the route and it may take some getting used to at first. It's a single left lane that will go through. It drops you right into the traffic. Those that are already driving in the main lanes, it seems to be a distraction. Mary DePompe in the traffic center says they'll have a much better view of how effective it is later in the week. There's always the three-day rule. We'll give it a couple days and then you can ask us for sure. The remaining stretch Centerville to the Beltway is expected to be open by December. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Coming up, traffic and weather, and then two men killed in separate shootings in the district this weekend. It's 9.07. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored 
keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 908. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. It's Joe Fox in the WTOP Traffic Center. Dick, good evening again. We're still working the crash on the inner loop of the Beltway just after the Eisenhower Connector and before Van Dorn Street. It's going to be taking away the left lane. Lots of flashing lights there to remind you to stay over to the right. Give them an extra lane to do their work. There's no volume out there to speak of, so lots of folks are doing the right thing and sticking with the right two lanes as you head towards the Springfield Interchange on the Capitol Beltway. 95 South is moving quite well now. No issues across the Occoquan River or through Prince William County. You've got a clear path all the way down to Richmond. 66 Westbound is looking good all the way out towards Centerville, where we do still have that crash scene that is after 29 Centerville on the right shoulder. Lots of flashing lights to distract you. Maybe a very brief slowdown, but all the through lanes are open. And as Ralph and Mary told you, you can also take the express lanes and really forget the whole thing that open up around 28 Centerville and take you on out towards Gainesville. And remember, those are free until further notice. The Capitol Beltway in Maryland is also looking good. No issues on 95 or 270. Route 1 College Park, you're going to be slow from Greenbelt Road on down to Campus Drive, and that's for the long-term construction zone with the utility work that's happening through the town of College Park. Other than that, you're going to be good through the rest of Prince George's County. No issues on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures are headed into the upper 60s, low 70s tonight, tracking the chance for some scattered showers, maybe even some patchy fog overnight. Tomorrow, highs will be in the low to mid 80s. Our Monday starts off cloudy again with rain throughout the day and a chance for some strong to even severe thunderstorms. By Tuesday, we should expect improving conditions, mostly sunny by the afternoon with highs in the low 80s. Wednesday and Thursday, not looking too shabby either. Plenty of sunshine, blue skies both days. High temperatures on Wednesday in the low 80s. And again on Thursday, we'll be peaking in the low 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 76 at Tyson's, 75 Crofton, 74 outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com and schedule your free in-home estimate today. 910. Fatal shootings this weekend have cost the lives of two men in D.C. A shooting yesterday afternoon happened inside a home in the 1300 block of Congress Street Southeast. D.C. police say two men were shot and hospitalized. 18-year-old Lonzo Malcolm died from his injuries. Early this morning, D.C. police responded to the area of T and 7th Street Northwest. They found 50-year-old Stephen Jenkins with gunshot wounds. He died at the scene. The Metropolitan Police Department asks anyone with information to contact the police department. A man has been arrested, accused of a series of indecent exposures on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail. Police say 42-year-old Juan Alfredo Rodriguez of Herndon was arrested on Thursday 
arrested on warrants from another state. But so far, Fairfax County police are being mum on how they managed to track him down, only to say they will hold a news conference to provide more details about the arrest on Monday. Fairfax County and Herndon police did confirm they linked Alfredo Rodriguez to several incidents of indecent exposure that happened on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail in August. He now faces three counts of indecent exposure and is being held without bond. Del Walters, WTOP News. Next month marks 20 years since the Beltway snipers killed 10 people and wounded three others. The man who was the face of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms during the sniper spree is looking back at what the evidence showed and how new technology might have helped solve the crime sooner. Ballistics was crucial to solving this case. Michael Bouchard was the ATF commander during the investigation. He says that the bullets recovered from the victims were all the same. We also found spent shell casings at some of the scenes. The spent shell casings came from the same rifle. Bouchard says back then the software law enforcement used to connect the dots with John Muhammad and Lee Malvo was sparse and shot spotter technology, which quickly tells police where a gunshot happened, was less prevalent. So had that been available to us 20 years ago, that may have helped a quicker police response to some of the shootings and could have possibly apprehended Mohammed and Malvo much more quickly. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Medicare scams are on the rise. Crooks with tricks getting you to share your Medicare number. They're just getting the Medicare information so they can bill Medicare and never providing any services at all. But Rebecca Kinney with the Office of Healthcare Information and Counseling at Senior Medicare Patrol says some some fraudsters make money convincing you something unnecessary is needed, like screening for genetic markers for cancer. They actually do, but... The biggest piece of fraud is billing for things like those genetic tests or wheelchairs or back braces, um, diabetic supplies that people never receive. So she says review monthly statements of how much gets billed and for what. Christy King, WTOP News. The commanders chalk up an opening season win at FedEx Field. Details straight ahead. 9:13. Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, agile, staying ahead of the market at every turn, and finding ways to do more with less. That's never been more important than it is right now. So for a limited time, Comcast Business is introducing small business savings, a deal for companies across the country. When you call in now, you can get powerful internet for just $39 a month for 12 months. $39 a month with no annual contract and a money-back guarantee. All on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses with the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call and get started today. Comcast Business. 
empowering possibilities. Offer ends 921-22. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 50 megabits per second internet customers only. Requires EcoBill and AutoPay. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. Call or go online for details. After promo, regular rates apply. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Wood Fork. Well, we say it here a lot, Dick. The only thing better than a commander's win is a Cowboys loss, and it looks like uh, fans might be getting their wish on both fronts today. Right now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in front, 6-3 to three as they're approaching halftime. They are in Dallas. Dak Prescott, just 5 of 11 to start uh, this contest with some more injuries to the uh, Bucks offensive line uh, as they've uh, just had somebody checked out and uh, taken off the field. So Tom Brady can't afford to lose any more starters on that front. The Washington Commanders survived a late rally by the Jacksonville Jaguars and a roller coaster start by Carson Wentz in a 28-22 victory. And it was refreshing to see Curtis Samuel grab the first score of the Commanders era. This after a 2021 season, basically lost to injury. I was just excited to be back out there, you know, to get the first touchdown of the season, get my first touchdown in a long time. I think that was a great way to start the season off. Conversely, rookie Jahan Dotson on whether he was wowed by his first NFL catch being a touchdown. Not really, you know. Used to it in college, scoring a lot of touchdowns, but uh, it was definitely pretty cool to have that game ball. Going to give to my mom. Uh, so definitely getting that moment under underneath my belt was pretty cool. And he told NBC Sports Washington there that his second touchdown catch went to his dad. Wentz is the first uh, Washington quarterback to throw four touchdowns in his debut, but he threw interceptions on consecutive offensive plays in the middle of them to let the Jags back in it. We'll hear from him coming up at 945. The Ravens uh, winner over uh, Joe Flacco's Jets in New York, 24-9. The uh, Nationals' long day at the ballpark ends with a 7-5 loss to the Phillies in a game interrupted by a rain delay of more than three and a half hours. And the Orioles' homestand ends with a one nothing loss to the Red Sox. So now the O's five and a half games behind Toronto for that last AL wild card. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Okay, Rob, 917. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Commemorative ceremonies to mark 21 years since the 9-11 attacks have been held at the National September 11th Memorial and Museum in New York, the Flight 93 National Memorial in Pennsylvania, and at the Pentagon, where President Biden spoke about the need to protect our democracy. Queen Elizabeth's flag-draped coffin passed through the rugged Scottish countryside on a final journey from her beloved summer estate, Balmoral Castle. Her coffin is now at the royal residence in Edinburgh. Her funeral is a week from tomorrow in London. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. And straight ahead. Ready to buy your first home and can't decide between a house, condo, or townhome? I'm Greg McBride, and I'll tell you what to consider coming up. 918. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Joe Fox in the WTOP Traffic Center. Dick on the inner loop of the Beltway after the Eisenhower connector. Still have the left lane blocked with the vehicle that is into the center divider. So stay to the right to get by that. The arrow boards are up. So go ahead and take the right two lanes and that will get you safely past. It's only the left lane that's coned off, though. Give them room to do their work. Speaking of giving folks room to do their work, we have some of our beloved overnight work zones popping up. The first one is going to be on the inner loop of the Beltway through Tyson's. This is leaving 123 towards the Dulles Toll Road. It's going to take up the right side of the roadway. Stay to the left to get past that one. And on 66 westbound from Fair Oaks to 28 Centerville, it's going to be the left lanes, but probably two out of the left four taken up uh, while you still have four lanes headed in that direction. Uh, and that's going to uh, be an overnight work zone as well. So, again, stay to the right as you're headed uh, westbound on 66. We also do have... 
the earlier crash cleanup. That's on the right shoulder just after 29 in Centerville. If you want to switch over to the express lanes, remember they are free all the way out to Gainesville on 66. Over in Maryland, we're looking pretty good. No issues on the Capitol Beltway. No issues on 270, 95BW Parkway. Do have some delays on Route 1 in College Park headed south from Greenbelt Road as you approach Campus Drive. That's for the utility work that's been ongoing for some time there. Uh, just expect the usual signal light delays in College Park. But no other, nothing else major. No issues in the district whatsoever. It's Small Business September on WTOP, presented by Eagle Bank. Get advice from local leaders on how to navigate today's business climate. Go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. And now Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. As we wrap up our weekend tonight, expect scattered showers and even an isolated thunderstorm is possible. We are anticipating areas of fog. Through the overnight hours, temperatures tonight will fall into the low 70s, upper 60s. For your Monday, it is going to be a dreary day with more cloud coverage, a tad bit warmer with highs in the low 80s, and we are tracking the threat for thunderstorms. And a few of those thunderstorms could actually be on the strong to severe side. Please also note with any heavy rain that we see, Isolated flooding is a possibility. Tuesday, mostly sunny. High temperatures on Tuesday in the low 80s. We'll see increasing sunshine throughout the day. By Wednesday, mostly sunny with highs in the low 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 74 outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, details of a pedestrian struck and killed on 295 in Anne Arundel County. It's 921. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. That's the third time you put an offer on a house you wanted and the third time you lost to a cash buyer. Cash buyers win in this market. Of course, you could go through the time and hassle of selling your home and then looking for a temporary place to live or... You could simply go to Orchard.com. Orchard's Move First program turns you into a preferred cash buyer without needing to sell your home first. See how easy it is. Visit Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. It's not just business, it's personal. And Signature Theater's new musical, No Place to Go. When dedicated employee George discovers his company is relocating to Mars, he must decide whether to go and uproot his family's life or embark on an unknown venture. Featuring DC star Bobby Smith, No Place to Go is an irreverent and humorous musical with an enterprising twist. Now playing at Signature Theater through October 16th. Get your tickets at sigtheater.org. This is WTOP News. It's 923. A 21-year-old woman was killed this morning 
when she was struck on southbound 295 at Nursery Road in Anne Arundel County. The victim has been identified as Marion Norain of Gambrills. Her SUV was found nearby off the road. The preliminary investigation indicates that Norain crashed. Investigators believe she was on foot when she was subsequently struck by oncoming traffic. You'll see some changes across Metro on your Monday trip to work after several stations changed their names today. White Flint is now North Bethesda. Largo Town Center becomes Downtown Largo. Tyson's Corner is just Tyson's. And Prince George's Plaza changes to Hyattsville Crossing. Also today, there are service adjustments on more than a dozen routes across the district, Maryland and Virginia. The change is intended to improve the customer experience with more reliable schedules, upgraded facilities, and route modifications. Years of COVID-related restrictions and remote learning have led to a mental health crisis among young people. And one local school system is taking steps to address it. Six Montgomery County high schools already have wellness centers on campus that offer mental health services. And by next month, those services are expected to be available at all county high schools. Originally, 10 schools were identified as priority schools for mental health service expansion. However, it became very clear that expanding services at all high schools was critical to addressing students' needs. That's Dr. Patricia Kapunin, the school system's medical officer, speaking to the school board. Board. Also new this school year, each county high school has its own dedicated social worker. Read more about the effort at WTOP.com. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Trying to choose your first home? I'm Greg McBride with the Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. If you're in the market for your very first place to call home, you may be trying to decide what's best, a house, a condo, or a townhome. Besides price and affordability, there are other factors you need to consider to help you decide. Does the location fit your lifestyle? For young professionals who want to be close to the action, a short walk to restaurants, shops, and a train station is likely a higher priority than having more bedrooms and a big yard. A newlywed couple in a large metro area could be happy buying a condo or a townhouse. But when their family starts to grow, a single-family house with a yard might be a better fit. If you work a lot, you may not want to spend your time off mowing grass or clipping hedges. A home with a homeowner's association that takes care of the landscaping could be a better choice than your own expansive yard that needs a lot of upkeep. But owning a condo or townhouse is not for everyone. There are typically HOA rules to abide by that some people may find too restrictive. Make sure to carefully weigh the pros and cons of the big picture and not just the floor plan before you make an offer. I'm Greg McBride. Stock futures trading uh, still slightly higher this evening. They've given back some of their gains. The Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures now are ahead, but just slightly under a quarter percent each. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden's pledge at the Pentagon 9-11 Remembrance Ceremony. It's 9-26. Serta Pro painters have powers beyond those of ordinary painters. The power of precision. That's the power of a skilled local team who know what they're doing. The power of accurate estimates. Estimates, not guesstimates. The power of certainty. Serta Pro Painters, that's the power of pro. Get your project started at certapro.com. Each Serta Pro Painters business.